This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha. Welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. Just as a reminder, if you'd like some more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 808-791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. Now, though I wouldn't say it happens frequently, but a fair number of my clients do ask me about unretiring. Now, I know what you're thinking. That must mean they ran out of money. But that's not exactly the case. Often these conversations are sparked by other factors, the most common of which is boredom. Think about it. During your career, you were on the job 40 or more hours a week every week for 30, 40, maybe even 50 years. For many people, their job is one of their biggest social outlets. So it's not only where they earn their paycheck, but it's a place to talk about last night's game or the latest blockbuster movie. It's an opportunity to build friendships and enjoy lunches out with people that you like. Once you retire, spending significant time around other people may be a little harder if you're not adequately prepared. So during the show today, we're going to discuss the concept of unretiring and what some of the pros and cons may be. But before we get into our topic, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who will never have to unretire because I'm never going to let him retire to begin with. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, as long as I have my voice, as I've told you, uh, I want to keep doing the show with you. So uh, don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess if I do want to retire, though, I'll probably have to change my number and move without leaving a forwarding address <laughs> <laughs> to a tropical island. Wait, you are on a tropical island. Wouldn't that be ironic right. if I moved to this? <laughs> I can't escape Greg. All right. <laughs> Well, uh, no, I've been great, and I'm excited for the new year. I know we're going to have a better financial year this year. You know, hopefully uh, interest rates will go down and, um, you know, uh, the market will go up. Uh, I'm hopeful for that. Yep. But if you have a plan, you don't need to worry about it, and uh, your clients don't need to worry about it because you have a, an overall plan for them. So uh, our listeners can as well, and we're talking a little bit about plans, except uh, in this show it's a different one. It's we're talking about unretiring, and that's a that's a unique topic. But first, how have you been, Greg? Are you doing okay over been there? Great. I'm very excited to. This is our first show of the new year. Um, as you said, hopeful that the markets will be uh, going up. Usually, bear markets only last you know 12 to 18 months, so hopefully sure. the worst is behind us. Um, we had yeah. a great Christmas. Um, we were in Arizona in our cabin. We got snowed in almost. We barely got out of there um, when we flew back to Hawaii. We had to drive through a foot and a half of snow. So that was kind of fun. And then came back and swam in the swimming pool. <laughs> wow. Wow. Must be nice. Guess what? Last night uh, and this morning, we got over 12 inches here. And and, and um, we got five to six yesterday, and then it hit eight. And then today, I think we got maybe another 10. So it was well over 12 inches. And uh, 
my daughter got stuck in the road. They didn't plow our road. So uh, I'm up here in Minnesota sitting on about, uh, I don't know, 12 to 16 inches of snow. Man, yeah, that's what we like about, so. you know, the Arizona. Our, our, our cabin up there is like 5,800 feet elevation. But, you know, you get a little sprinkling oh, of wow. snow and it lasts a few weeks. It melts away and then more snow comes. So you're not like snowed in uh, like you are. Right. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, usually it isn't quite this crazy, but uh, we got a lot in a short period of time and then it kept snowing and it's, I think it's still snowing right now. So, um, it's crazy here. So I'm, I'm doing this from my home studio today. Didn't make it into the office or the studios because, uh, there's nothing going on. Uh, everything is canceled here right now, but uh, Hey, I'm here with you and you're in paradise. You're in God's country. So, uh, you're the lucky one. Now, uh, spe- speaking of lucky or unlucky, what are we talking about uh, with unretire? What do you mean? Well, I have a U.S. News and World Report article, uh, How to Unretire, and it provides an interesting perspective that I think is worth highlighting for our listeners. It first notes that those considering unretiring should consider four main points. Why do you want to go back to work? Adequately weigh your home life and budget. Thoroughly research available jobs and determine the potential impact on your social security. Ah, those are those are good bullet points. And I know we're going to dig into those a little bit. And I know that any financial decision you make, particularly during retirement, uh, any decision that could have a, an effect on your social security, especially should be discussed first with a financial advisor like yourself. And I think if our listeners out there aren't currently working with one, you might want to consider picking up the phone and giving Greg a call because Greg, I know this is something that you do. And if you are going to go back to work in retirement, it will affect your social security and a lot of other things too. Yep. And social security is something we take very seriously. We have that social security maximization report. Um, If you go back to work, it could affect it. Uh, Let's take a look at why some retirees go back to work. As we mentioned a couple minutes ago, the main reason is often uh, could be a financial one, Uh, but many retirees have a fixed income. And if they determine that income uh, isn't enough to maintain their preferred lifestyle, Going back to work is a potential solution. And rising prices, um, like those we've seen during the past year or so, are another factor that could nudge some retirees back to work. If you went into retirement four or five years ago, you were doing well with your budget, the market was up. Now with inflation you know, really high and the market down, maybe suddenly that budget might uh, seem precarious at best. Huh. Well, yeah, I guess so. And, you know, I think people need to look at where they're at with their spending plan. And it's understandable that inflation probably did a number on a lot of retirement budgets out there. And as you say, if you go into retirement with a carefully crafted plan and spending plan, hey, an extra hundred bucks here and there or more a month for groceries, that has a big impact. Yeah, exactly. And I've got um, some clients, you know, where we don't start their income, all of their income sources right away at retirement for things like that. You know, if you don't get a, a an increase, you don't have a COLA, inflation sneaks up on you. We have things we can turn on to, to compensate for that. Um, but the, what I mentioned earlier at the top of the show, Tony, is one of the main reasons I see is, is boredom, uh, why they might consider unretiring. And uh, just like previous shows, as well as in personal meetings with clients, I always make it a point to stress to people that planning for retirement isn't just about getting your finances in order. In my opinion, you have to have a plan 
or how you're going to fill that extra time, that, that time gap that we've talked about in previous shows. If you don't have hobbies or a social network, it is possible that boredom might nudge you back to work, or if not, you know, depression, <laughs> which you want to avoid at all costs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously. And I, I think that's really important to understand. And so uh, those are some of the reasons, right, that uh, people unretire, as we're saying. But what are some things that may make our listeners actually go that route themselves? Well, if you're at a place where you can't pay your monthly bills or if paying those bills makes you feel anxious and stressed, you probably want to chat with your financial service professional about going back to work. If you don't want to go back to work, uh, a check-in with your financial service professional may help you find ways to either cut back on spending or discover new income sources. Like I said earlier, um, there's if you're not getting a lot of yield on your portfolio, there's a lot of new things out there that can help generate more yield. So there are ways to give yourself a pay increase. Now, the article also suggests that if you're retired with a spouse, you could each return to work for just part of the year. That way you can increase your income without either spouse having to go full time. And finally, for many of us, a job does give a sense of purpose. So we know where we're getting up each morning, five days a week. And I think that's particularly true if you have a job where you're directly helping people. In my own experience, it's not uncommon for a new retiree to feel unsure about where they fit into the world. For those folks, if a hobby doesn't fill that void, a job may, and even a part-time one. Well, yeah, definitely. And a lot more people are going back to work in retirement and part-time jobs might be a good option. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. When we say unretire, it doesn't necessarily mean going back to your old company or even your own previous field, you might want to try something new, right? Yeah, exactly. During during retirement, your curiosity might lead you to a new passion, which could lead you to a new career. Um, perhaps you were in an accountant or something like that in your previous working life, but during retirement, you've discovered uh, a talent for web design. You may decide to use those skills and put a few extra bucks in your pocket. Well, yeah, and that's right. I think that's really important. Now, we should take a moment here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Greg, to get a plan in place and see if they're going to need to unretire if they're already in retirement and how they might do that or to plan for retirement. Yeah, a good idea because a good plan um, could prevent you from having to even consider unretirement. If you don't have a plan in place, give us a call. Um, we're happy to help. 808-791-2924. All right. Sounds good. And listeners, you are listening to Retirement Paradise. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and we're here with the man with the plan himself, Greg Gunther. And Greg, good show. We're talking about this concept of unretiring and what kind of factors go into determining if it's the right move for you. Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, uh, continuing to reference this U.S. News and World Report article, uh, How to Unretire, it's got some more interesting information that I'd like to share. Um, the next of which is how to get back into the workforce if and when you choose to unretire. So in the first segment, we noted that unretiring doesn't necessarily mean you have to go back to your previous employer or even in the same field. However, I suspect that many people who unretire would be more comfortable going back to a, a company or a line of work that they are familiar with. Well, I think it's a very interesting question, Greg, and I'm really, uh, you know, torn by it because on one hand, I like the idea of having a new professional adventure, you know, something different uh, to jump into something you haven't done before. But on the other hand, I get the appeal of going back to a line of work you already know, surrounded by people you're already comfortable with. That can make sense, too. 
Yeah, I can really see uh, both sides of that one. You know, if working for your former company is the route you'd like to take, the article recommends reaching out to your former boss or your former coworkers to kind of get the conversation rolling. If they don't have a full-time position available, they might offer you a part-time role or maybe even a consulting position. Oh, yeah. In fact, I was just talking to my brother-in-law who works for the government, and because he's been uh, with the government so long, he can retire pretty early, like 58. And Mm -hmm. so uh, what he's going to do is retire, but then go back to work as a consultant doing the same thing. And he'll get his pension and the consultant money. Yep, that's a good plan. Doing the same job with more flexibility. <laughs> so, And his wife will still be working, and she works for the government, so they can use her benefits. So he's got it all figured out. Um, he's one of the lucky ones. And uh, and I know he's also working with a financial advisor in his area. I mean, that's no Greg Gunther, you know. <laughs> but uh, I encourage people to look into that option if, if it's a possibility, uh, but to work with a financial pro because I think that's important. And, you know, if you've been retired for a few years, the physical part of going back to work, though, even if it's just getting up early, driving to work, spending eight hours in a chair or in an office, that may be a little daunting and not doable for everybody who's in retirement. That's true. And uh, your, your brother-in-law already put an unretire uh, <laughs> part of his plan. Yes, so that's, he did. So that's a good point there. Yeah. Um, the article addresses another good point. Um, whether you're considering trying to get your old job back or toying with the idea of doing something new altogether, it's important to be honest with yourself. And that's about your, like you said, your current health and energy level. You need to be sure that you're up to it. And there's potentially a mental energy component to consider as well. Let's say that you've been retired for five years and now you're pretty bored and you'd like to get back to work. It's possible that professional technology has changed um, quite a lot. You know, over a five year period, technology moves super fast. Do you feel up to learning new technology? You know, if so, are you confident that you can pick it up very fairly quickly? So those mental aspects are something to uh, consider as well. Well, uh, definitely. And uh, that's a big part of it. And and, you know, that's the thing about technology, too. Just when I think I have it figured out, boom, here comes another advancement. And it can get harder as we get older. It, yeah, it, things are changing all the time. In fact, uh, kind of a good segue here, Tony. We're, we're doing uh, next week our conference. We're yes. going to Las Vegas. Uh, you and I will be there together. And yep. that's kind of exciting. And that's some, one of the things that it we is. talk about is new technology and all these things that are changing because... The, the financial industry moves so fast. Um, it does. Next week, let's. Uh, I think we'll do a quick little live uh, broadcast just to kind of share with our audience uh, what we, what we be pick fun. up in these events. Yeah, because yeah, it's really sure. good for the clients because we all get together, all these advisors, and bounce ideas off of each other. And, and the goal is ultimately to become better advisors. And I think that's just, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the nation's top advisors in the country and in America and the United States uh, and uh, getting together like the top 500 advisors and you all, uh, you know, there's small groups and there's a conference and you talk to each other uh, and it's really a great learning experience and you go to update and there are speakers and people there updating you on the latest in technology and the changes on, you know, on the behind the scenes stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, things you use to help your clients as well as you know, the changes that are made by the government, changing laws with Social Security, Medicare, um, you know, financial laws. So 
it is really important. And, uh, you know, it, it's fun that they have it in a place like Vegas. You know, it, it can be fun, uh, but it's a learning experience and it's a big financial conference that's once a year. And um, I always have a blast and it's always fun to see you there. We'll, we'll have a good time and we'll I'll have all the equipment set up. We'll record a show there. That'll be fun. And um, we talked off air. Uh, me and Tony, I'm going to take you to uh, my favorite tiki bar. Oh, yeah. Frankie's, right? <laughs> yeah, that's yep. awesome. That place is great. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, I don't go to Las Vegas very much because I'm not a gambler. But uh, that tiki bar, I can't wait to go there and we'll have fun. It'll be great. Um, yeah. and we'll, we'll talk to everybody next week there. Uh, but yep. we digress. Back back to our topic. Um, we left off with having to figure out, you know, if you want to go back to work and unretire, but you don't really quite have that energy. Um, right. And a solution, um, and this is, again, referencing that article, is remote work. And I'm sure many uh, of our listeners have seen numerous news articles and segments about the rise of remote work. And if that appeals yep. to you, it might be time to take advantage of it. You know, many roles that aren't remote are hybrid, which means you can spend part of the time in the office, part of the time at home. And you may want to ask for flexible hours, which could allow you to set your own schedule in a way that avoids certain days of the week, um, like you know, early morning traffic or evening rush hour. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, my biggest takeaway so far here, though, is if you don't, you know, you might not have to unretire for financial reasons, uh, but you instead want to go back to work for personal reasons, you're then in a position of power. You don't have to take a job because you have to. Uh, you'll take a job because you want to take that job. And that does put you in a better position, doesn't it? It does. And, um, you know, what if you go back to work or you take a new line of, of work completely and you end up not liking it all? That position of power lets you uh, quit, <laughs> walk away and say, no, thanks. I made a mistake. You're not married to your job. Um, and that's, that's the bottom line. You know, when you have leverage, you need to use it. And I just want to make one final note here. If, if part of the reason you want to go back to work is for social reasons, you should be aware that remote work means your coworkers will often be, you know, voices over the zoom call or, you know, that's not exactly personal. So though, those are some of the remote roles that you know, you might lose, uh, with those special team building events and in-person meetings. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that is true. There's the social aspect and I think that's important for a lot of people. And that's a big reason some people go back to work. Um, but what does going back to work potentially mean for a person's retirement benefits? We mentioned social security at the top of the show and it does affect that, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that affects kind of all the aspects of your retirement income plan. Um, the article does explain that if you're filed for social security, then the amount that you're receiving could be affected when you head back to work. There's an earnings test if you file early. So you're only limited to about 20 grand a year of how much you can make before they start taking it back. So that's a factor. Um, certain wage caps, they mean that your benefits um, could even stop completely for the time. So you got to mm. pay back what you what you already received. And so that is a, is the biggest number um, if you file for Social Security early. Um, probably a mistake in your overall strategy, but if you go back to work, it kind of compounds. Yeah, it does. And it depends on your personal situation. There are certain situations where it is prudent, but I know uh, the majority of uh, circumstances would lead you to uh, be better off to wait. But again, it depends. 
But in terms of hard numbers, what are we looking at? Um, well, the hard numbers are exactly, I said, about 20 grand a year. Um, as of 2022, the earnings limit was 18560 And for sure. every $2 over that you make, a dollar's taken away. But wow. the year that you make your full retirement age, the earnings limit is 51960 And then it's $3 over a dollar is taken away. And once you make your full retirement age, which is determined by your year of birth, there is no more earnings limit. You can make as much as you want. Um, oh, you asked for hard numbers, Tony. There they are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. You had them at the ready. I, I love that. Well, this has been an informative uh, conversation so far about unretiring. Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, I'd like to focus on another U.S. News and World Report article, and this is eight benefits of unretiring. I mean, it touches on some of the things that we kind of mentioned, but goes into a little bit more detail. So we mentioned going back to work for extra cash um, in our first segment, but in addition to the reasons that we already cited, this article notes that even if you have a solid nest egg, going back to work or working a part-time in retirement may mean that you can delay taking withdrawals um, from your retirement accounts. Now, again, be cautious about what your decision to get back to work may mean for your social security. You don't want to find yourself in a situation where you unretire and then find a job you like and benefit financially from and only get a cold dose of reality by having your benefits taken away again. Yeah. Yeah. That seems key. The social security aspect of working in retirement is tricky and I know there are strategies. So work with a financial services professional. I think that really drives home that point. And if you have questions on that, uh, our listeners can just pick up the phone and give you a call, Greg. And I know you can run uh, social security reports for them and look at their situation uh, to see what, search, what, what that might do going back to work for their social security if they've already filed or if they haven't filed, why then they might want to wait. Uh, what else do you have for us? Well, the article also explains that unretiring may lead to some positive work-related benefits. It's not something that we've yet addressed today. Retiring before you qualify for Medicare often means that you'll be left to find health coverage on your own. But if you decide to go back to work, you can focus on choosing an employer that provides good medical benefits and could bridge that gap to, to Medicare. And there also may be other benefits uh, and perks related to the opportunity uh, to going back to work, like kicking into a new 401k, uh, getting that employer match into that 401k, maybe some paid time off, uh, maybe even access to things like um, the employee gym or cafeteria. You know, all those things are, are, are real benefits. Yeah. I mean, those could turn out to be excellent perks. That's something I didn't really th think of. Uh, so what else is there regarding unretiring that we should know about? Well, we mentioned earlier the boredom, you know, can sometimes come up uh, in retirement and nudges people back to the unretirement. Uh, mm -hmm. But sometimes the problem can be more significant than just boredom. If you're retiring without a spouse or a partner and you don't have an ample circle of friends, now we're talking about social isolation and maybe even depression yeah. setting in. So unretiring may expose you to new people who have similar interests and then become friends outside of work. Even if you don't build friendships with coworkers, you'll still get the benefit of shared conversations and laughter throughout the workday. And you know what, if you weren't social in your job and you retire and you're starting to feel that social isolation set in, go back or get a new job, but this time be Mr. Social or Mrs. Social, you know, yeah. try to go make friends. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think this is a good one and a real concern. I think this is something, and you've seen it with people you've worked with, 
they'll retire and, you know, it might last six months where they enjoy sleeping in or playing golf every day. But uh, then then it sets in, right? The boredom sets in or the social isolation. And you've brought up that potential harm of social uh, social isolation before on previous shows. And I know that's an issue you care a lot about and have helped people deal with. So I'm glad you gave us that reminder. Yeah. And um, unretiring also can give you, uh, if, depending on what career you choose or job you choose, you could get an emotional boost uh, by helping others. Now, I think this is a very important idea. You know, if you unretire and get a job in something service related, like working with patients or tutoring students, not only do you receive some income, but you'll also get what I think is the deeply emotional reward of helping other people in a very tangible way. And that's not something you can put a price tag on, I think. And there are many people out there who could benefit from your talents and experience. So put what you've learned um, to work for others. Yeah, I mean, there's been points along my career where I've said, hey, I'd love to volunteer to do this. I just don't have the time because of work and family, or I'd love to support this charity or that, but I'm too buried in work. I don't have the time. But in retirement uh, and maybe utilizing unretirement, that's an opportunity to finally give some of your time to those things you care about. Yeah. And, you know, on that point, Tony, the the possible benefit of unretiring is quenching your curiosity. And that's something we touched slightly on earlier, but much like your comment about not having the time during our careers to support all of our causes and organizations that we care about, we also don't always have time to follow our own curiosity, you know, while we're building our, our careers. And if you choose to unretire and seek a job outside of your previous field, it's a great time to follow your your muse, so to speak. You know, you've you've had a fascination with arts, for example. Why not mm-hmm. seek a role at your favorite museum or music venue? Uh, unless you're feeling significant financial pressure, and that's why you're unretiring, um, exploring these curiosities can really lead you down new adventures. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're considering unretirement because of financial pressure, uh, make sure you speak to a financial advisor like yourself, Greg, first. To discuss all these options. You don't have to figure it out on your own. Right. Exactly. Like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of options to maybe get a little bit more yield, you know, out of your portfolio. Yeah. And one of the common topics when it comes to news and information articles and segments about retirement is the importance of staying active. And we've talked about that on previous shows too. Yeah. You know, how many commercials have you seen with retirement age people enjoying a game of beach volleyball or, you know, (laughs) (laughs) while beach volleyball is fun, you don't have uh, to get quite so sandy to stay active. You know, you don't have to be that intense. Um, Unretiring with a part-time job, working at a coffee shop, grocery store or something similar you stay on your feet, you take a lot of steps, you know, you, you can do a little extra movement and just basically get some exercise and not be sitting around watching the prices right all day long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this has been a good show, Greg, uh, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go? Yeah. Tune in next week, uh, live in Vegas. That should be fun. Yeah. And if you have any questions about what you heard about the show today, or if you're curious about social security, or if you don't have a plan in place and you want to see some hard crunched numbers, give us a call 808-791-2924 or visit us online at therogroup.org. All right. Thanks, Greg. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. 
For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.